Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ooh, welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water. Do you believe we have a great show for you guys today? The NBA is back. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Hit your free throws because they're free. Sewed 375. Coming hot at you guys. And sewed 374. And I'm joined on this one by Alex. Toss me the rock. Tosopolis and Nicholas Snacks Kreider. And gentlemen, we're back. We're getting close to 400. Wow. We are getting close to 400. I mean, give really or take. There, there might be a, we might be closer than we think. You know, there's a lot of special sods out there. Yeah, I think we are a little closer than we think. Um, but yeah, that is this is 375. Uh, really, really exciting stuff. Um, pumped to be back. Uh, Nick, you valiantly led us through our previews, NBA, Western Conference, and Eastern Conference. So we will call upon you once more, our friend. Um, after we remind everyone that brought to you by betonline.ag, go to betonline.ag today and just bet money. Why not? It's awesome. Do it. We love winning money. Uh, I think... Well, before before Nick takes it away, I just want to say that this is episode 375. Unofficially, it's the Zach Wheat episode. 1924, Brooklyn Robbins, Zach Wheat hit 375. So there you go. Wow. Nice. Quick maths. Quick, quick. Hit, Google's hit 375 for the average. Yep. He's the only guy to do it over a season. Plenty of guys have done a, a lot of the other surrounding averages. 374. We've got four guys. 373, we got four guys, but 375, only one guy did it, Zach Wheat. Wow. But but that's not the best average of all time. No, 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 it, no. Yeah, that goes to Ted Williams. Big Ted. Yeah, all right. Well, I'll lead us off. The NBA tipped off on Tuesday night with the Nets going to the reigning champion Milwaukee Buccaneers. Milwaukee Buccaneers. <laughs> the Milwaukee Bucks. And the Bucks got the win 127-104. Is this Bucks team for real? Are they are they just going to repeat? Are they just going to run the table and do it again? Gut check. Um, I was more concerned with the Nets, and I know we're going to get into the Lakers, but it's a similar concern for me on both teams. Um, I think it's just a couple good like we were discussing with our buddy, just a couple really dope players, and then just vets pieced along. The Nets have some good young guys, and I'm excited to see how they deploy. But this Bucks team's a juggernaut. They're returning pretty much the same core. And Giannis is still 26. You know, he's, he's going to get better. Like, that's the thing. Like, Giannis hasn't hit his peak yet. He's just going to get better and better. He's growing into himself more and more. He's our age. So it's no surprise to me that he goes out and absolutely dominates. We saw it last year in the playoffs. They don't, they still don't have an answer for him. They didn't go. It's not like they went out and they got the answer for Giannis. They didn't do that. Grayson right. Allen's a good addition. Jordan Noir is great. I mean, look, it's on this Bucks team. If you can shoot the basketball 
and you're going to be open and you could just hang out behind the arc, you're going to score points. Content's good. Like Giannis keeps dominating as his game progresses in basketball. And we keep dominating in the sports talk industry as we progress. So that's the parallel. People call us the same age. People call us the honest of uh, podcasters that do sports podcasting in the Marina Del Rey area. Um, that's 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 what I read on Twitter. Um, but I look, can they repeat 100 percent? It's like very it's in the high realm of possibility because I'm not impressed. I'm the most impressed by them in game one. They have not missed a beat. There's no hangover. This team is legit again and should be taken seriously and not as a one-hit wonder this is not some flock of seagulls baby back bullshit this is legit yeah i mean i i completely agree you mentioned grayson allen and jordan Wara, but i just want to re-mention them because those guys weren't on the roster last year and we didn't even see you know six man of the playoffs award goes to bobby portis he didn't bobby p didn't even play in this game he's out so is shemmy so you know, he's a guy that can hit a three off the bench. We we know from from your C's from him playing on the Celtics. It he'll be in the position to hit some threes, right? Yeah. Like he's gonna catch wide open ones. And Pat Connick, Pat Connaughton does that pretty well. So I just like how they close out games. I like the guys that are on the court at mm-hmm. the end of the games. And if Nawara is what he was in game one throughout the rest of the season, that's an excellent addition to this already championship calibers team. I mean, it, yeah. They look really good. They look really, really good. And and it's just, is Kyrie going to play? Like, that's that's the real question, right? Charles Barkley had the best on him. The best. This is not Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali, like, didn't get paid. Kyrie's getting paid 17 mil to sit at home. or Like, whatever he's getting paid. That's what Charles said. But whatever he's getting paid. Like, this is just like, I'm out on him. I'm just, if you want, look, if you want to do what you're doing and be an activist, 100% support you go do that but go do that right don't say like oh whoa you know like try to be a man of the people while you're you know behind closed doors getting your money like there's other people you're taking the roster from there's other there's you're you're hurting your team's pocket they can go allocate those funds somewhere else they could have gotten yeah. somebody they need him they they need him they need a guy like him at the minimum like, i i just think outside of when he's not playing Obviously, Kevin Durant can get his own bucket. So can James Harden. He can create for other guys. Harris and Patty Mills are knockdown shooters. Blake Griffin is not a threat with the ball in his hands on offense. He's a grab grab it off the board. Maybe he can hit your occasional spot of three. Claxton is a good lob threat, right? He's a good rim runner. But again, like he can't really create his own shot. And then the next guys that you, you go down their depth chart, and it's like James Johnson and Javon Carter can't shoot, right? Aldridge and Paul Millsap can't defend because they're too old at this point. Mm-hmm. And then I mean, Bruce Brown only played four minutes and so did Cam Thomas. So Nash doesn't want to give the run to a young guy like Cam Thomas. He, he clearly hasn't proved that he can handle that workload minutes wise. So he'll, he'll get, get there. there. Yeah, yeah he'll, get, he'll there. get there. But they need Kyrie. Like they, need they really him. need him. Yeah. Can't yeah. win without him. I think. Well, moving on. Josh, you said you were most impressed by the Bucks, but I was actually most impressed by the next game. The Warriors went into LA and came back to beat them 121 to 114. The Lakers fall in their home opener. I think that this Warriors team is actually a legit threat to win the West. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, and Clay wasn't even playing. Or Wiseman, or Kuminga, or Moody. 
so there are two lottery picks. Moody number, played. Oh, Moody got in. Yeah, sorry. I mean, Kaminga, he didn't play from a majority of the game, though. Right. A majority of the game he didn't play. And Steph has a triple-double, too. And he didn't even shoot that well. Has it was a only his eighth triple-double of his career. Yeah, has a triple-double. Didn't even shoot that well. Wiggins was good. Nick, I think you had mentioned on our other sh- other show, you had posed a question about Wiggins. Wiggins was solid. He was solid. Look, I mean, like I, my whole point, my whole overarching point about the Warriors, not at full strength, and they didn't even play their best basketball. And they still won. Yeah. I mean, they just have a lot of guys that, that can contribute. And the one thing about this Lakers roster is that there's a lot of new new pieces, moving parts. Guys have to establish themselves. This Warriors roster looks pretty similar to what it did last year. Lee was there. Poole was there. You know, they add Bialica, they add Iguodala, but Iguodala's already been on this team before. Bialica is a guy that moves the ball. He's a European guy. He likes to pass. He likes to dribble. He does things that typical bigs can't do. And then you have Steph, Draymond, Wiggins, Kevon Looney, like all these guys, Juan Toscano Anderson, they all played on this team last year. And then you add in a couple of pieces who know what they're doing. This is a really competent basketball team. They play within a system. They know what their identity is already. Game one, they already know. And that's why they're going to be successful the rest of the year. I I could easily see them, you know, health maintains, Clay comes back, taking that one seed. They're a tough team to play every single night. Tough team to beat. They're just so high high efficiency on the offensive side of the floor. And the Lakers, they struggle outside of Anthony Davis and LeBron James. If Wiseman takes the jump that Aiton was taking before he got suspended. Remember Aiton gets suspended in year two, but he was already kind of getting there. Then the bubble happens. We all kind of just forget. We the Suns were great, but we kind of forget about DeAndre Aiton comes back in year three and is great. Obviously, they go in the playoff run. He's a massive part of that. If James Wiseman could kind of take that jump when he comes back, that team is lethal. Lethal. Deadly. Yeah, yeah I mean, I just, I look at this Lakers team and... Anthony Davis and LeBron were awesome. LeBron was epic. He was hitting almost every single shot that he was taking, and they, they're never easy shots, right? They're tough fadeaways. Mm-hmm. They're contested threes. Russell Westbrook, again, like I don't want to look too much into it. It was his first game with this team, but he looked lost out there. I mean, he was, he was like minus 28 and plus minus. It's one of his, if you look at career statistics, I think it's like his eighth worst game of all time, um, which is not what you want to put up as your, your first game in, in the Lakers threads, but he is going to have a tough time when DeAndre Jordan and Dwight Howard are on the court, because especially when Anthony Davis is also out there, because we know what he's best at. He's best at getting to the rim and opening up the spacing for the rest of his team to shoot threes and hit threes. And if those two guys are, are in the paint, Howard with Davis you know, or, or Jordan with Davis, that's too much, too many bodies in the middle of the court and he can't get to the rim. And he just, he looked lost out there. I mean, he was, he didn't know what he was doing. He looked terrible. Worst game I've ever seen him play. Worst game I've ever seen him play. Not even a question. It was, and it's the same thing as the Nets. I don't want to tease it too much, but they cannot win if Russell Westbrook is not Russell Westbrook. Bottom line. They need him. That's why he's yeah, there. He, he'll figure it out. He just like wasn't oh, yeah, aggressive either. He was deferring to Davis and LeBron. He 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 really just he didn't look like himself, but he'll he'll get around to it. it happens everywhere he goes. Yeah. 
and they need other guys to step up, young guys to to shoot well. THT's hurt. Malik Monk, he's got to be able to hit threes. Needs to. You don't want Avery Bradley in your your last five out at the end of the game. It's just like you don't want that to be the case. What, I know he hit two big threes. He's been cut from multiple teams. What year is this? What year is this? Love AB. 2021. Speaking of Malik Monk, his former team squared off against the Pacers the next day and got the dub by one point, 123 to 122. The Hornets take down the Pacers at home. LaMelo dropped 31, 9, and 7. Yeah. I mean, you, you wanted him to you wanted him to become a superstar this year. You called it, Josh. No, He's going to have to be for this team to be competitive. He has to be. I think both these teams are good. I think both of these teams are good teams. I'm excited about both. I'm not like I'm not saying these teams are going to make it out of the first round, but this is literally what you want if you're the Hornets. Hayward going for 27, looking good. Lamelo going for 30 plus, being that number one guy. I mean, Toss, you were like, you know, talking about Duarte before the game. He had a great game for the Pacers. I mean, if that's a close game. If this is last year and the Pacers lose that game, I'm out on the Pacers. That's my initial gut check. But this year, it makes sense. I think this Hornet team is legit. I think the pieces around LaMelo Ball are viable guys. They have good depth. And honestly, I'd go as far as... The, I think the Pacers are in the same boat. If this is an Indiana versus Charlotte, I think the Pacers win this game. Yeah, I mean, Duarte scored 27 points. It's the mm. first rookie to start in a Pacers uniform since 2001. He set a rookie record of scoring 27 points. I mean, this was a team that we were already talking about. They're one through seven. Everybody can play. And now you add this rookie in the mix who might be their third leading scorer, possibly second. Like if he continues this clip, obviously like he shot really, really well, but that's what he was valued as, right? He was high efficiency. He was ready to play now. He's a 24-year-old, but the Pacers didn't bat an eye, and they wanted him on their team because he's a competent basketball player and, and could be more. And so you just got to give props to, to them for, for slotting him in and letting him go instead of holding him back, like we were just talking about with Cam Thomas. And some of these guys, like you just you got to respect the coaches and their evaluation of these guys, whether or not they're ready. Um, Rick Carlisle is a guy that doesn't often like to play rookies. I, I know that all too well because... Josh Green sat on the bench for the majority of last season. But if Duarte is in there, he's starting game one. He's a go-to guy. I mean, I, Levert was out, so that, that makes a difference. But I like this Pacers team. I, I'm, I'm, I like them a lot. I'm I think they're them. sneaky. I think they're sneaky to, to maybe upset a team if, if someone gets injured in that one through six that we had talked about in our preview uh, earlier in the week. They, they could sneak in there. When Karras gets back, the team's dangerous. Yeah. You know who's not dangerous? Hell. The Detroit Pistons. They take an L to the Bulls, 94-88. suck. Zach Levine and the new Bulls get their first dub. He drops 34 points. And, like, they didn't even play. Again, like, that was, like, the Pistons' chance. Vucevic yeah, the, bull, if the Bulls score. If they score 94 points, you should beat them because they're, they're not a good defensive team. But that's... That's what the the this Pistons team is going to have this problem the entire year. They can't shoot the three ball, and they can't score easy baskets, and it's going to be really tough for this team. I mean, yeah. their offensive efficiency throughout the year is going to be abysmal. It's going to be worse good. than the league. 
They're not going to win 20 games. No chance. Calling it now. Under 20. Yeah, for sure. If they get the number one pick, who are they going to draft? Is it too early to tell? Yeah, I got Chet. what I got. Probably, probably Chet. Bonchero. Boncheros are great, too. Those, those two are the guys you're looking at for now until someone changes our mind. Someone's going to. Th- yeah, I mean, Bates can't come out. So there's that. Right. Jalen. I mean, we'll see. It's a that's a good question, Nick. But that is a question that we have. It's a wait and see type situation. But I think it will be one of those two guys. The Bulls are wait and see for me, too. I got to see them play other talented teams. Right. I'm in. I'm in. You're, you're in. Levine's a closer. They have that. They have a guy at the end of the game they can go to. I mean, I mean, he's definitely one of the most athletic players in the NBA. I'll give him that for sure. for sure. Moving on to probably the most exciting game of the NBA tip off your Celtics. Josh fall to the Knicks in New York and double OT Jalen Brown had a freaking game dropping 46, nine and six. Yeah. I mean, electric game. One of my favorite games. I've what it's probably my favorite loss in a regular season I've ever seen. It was amazing. I mean, time and I even I'm the I've been the biggest Jalen Brown fan for a long time. So to echo that, he's just just a phenomenal basketball player, super cerebral. Hot. He's extremely efficient. The issue is our team is built on a defensive capacity. Not a bad game out of the head first year. You know, our first going first game. You know for our head coach. But at the end of the game, it's just a predictable team. There's not a lot of threats outside of Jason and Jalen. A lot of other teams kind of have, like the Knicks have that. Like there's like a lot of mystery of what they can do on the offensive side of the basketball um, with Randall, right? With Fournier, with Kemba, with, you know what? Like, like RJ was good at the end of the game too. Like Adoka's got to see what he can do He's got to see his pieces. He's got to evaluate again. This Thibodeau, he's had this entire team last year, and plus you get Fournier, who's just honestly, in today's NBA, the perfect piece to add to any club. He had some costly plays toward the end of the game, but was absolutely electric in overtime. It opens the entire floor for the rest of the unit. And then you have D-Rose. You don't have to play in the first OT, but because if Kemba Walker now, but then you can run him in the second, fresh legs. Well, the, the interesting thing that the Celtics have to deal with, the Knicks don't, is that they have the best duo under 25. And with that, you have to service those guys. And like that's that becomes your game plan at the end of the game, right? It's it's kind of just get the ball to your best players. And when Tatum has an off night, like Jalen Brown picks up the slack. But the problem with that is this team's built around those two guys. And yeah. one of them can't have an off night, right? Yeah. Like one of them I, really I told you, night. I told you earlier. Got, I mean, they, they scored for 30. Yeah. That's terrible. That's atrocious. And, and when you so bad. And when you when you score 134 points and your best two, your dynamic duo accounts for 66. I told you earlier, Josh, before we started the show, I think they have to account for 50% of the, the points every single game. And it's not a Doga's fault, like which is a, was, which is a lot to ask from them. It really is. Yeah. And I like you want, you know, again, like I'm saying it's Doga's first game is the coach and you want him to get creative and you want him you know to have a better understanding of his personnel as the season goes on find open shots for other guys but there's no one on the roster really that's going to do that smart's a defensive player time lord's a defensive player 
Like this is a defensive team and you did your, like, you know what, for all intents and purposes, they did their job at the end of the game. It's just Jason. I mean, J- yeah, Jason didn't, didn't score like he needed to. And that's why you lose. And that's a problem because if one of those guys has a bad night, it's game over. If Julius Randle has a bad night on the Knicks, they could still win that basketball game. Yeah. Well, he had a good night. Yeah, he had a great night. I mean, the whole yeah. team did. I mean, look, we took him to the brink. The game was phenomenal. I've been like crapping on these other guys, but Grant Williams had a solid game, better than he's been before. Romeo Langford, who I've absolutely shot on since the moment we've drafted him, he's was good tonight and for all intents and purposes. Smart had a couple big shots, including the one on tennis OT. We need another. You just got to, this piece. is, yeah, we got to, we need a bigger sample size, obviously, but Tatum, you know, made a statement, I think, before the season started that he wants to, he wants to go after that one through 10 spot in the NBA. And he wants to be considered one of those, one of those players in that upper echelon. But th- the factor that gets you there is the consistency. Like we talked about last show, you have to be able to do it every single night. And at this point, it, it's something that people have criticized him for. And, and we just need the bigger sample size. we got to see the rest of the season, how it shakes out. Um, but he's got to be consistently great. Mm. He can't be consistently good and he can't have, terrible abysmal shooting nights like this if you're not hitting it you got to get to the line you got to figure it out yes that is a great point and i will leave it at that i think he'll be obvious i'm not worried about him no 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 of course not physically physically he looked amazing he looks bigger which i'm excited about moving on to a less exciting game the wizards take care of business 98 to 83 as they travel to toronto um not a whole lot to say here besides bradley Beal. Does Bradley Beal look pretty good? Our boy Kispert didn't see any action. Sad about that. Yeah. I mean, the thing, what I will say is this. This is not an exciting game, a very telling game of what I think will be important to the NBA season, and that is depth. This Wizards team can go pretty deep. Trez Harrell off the bench at a 20 spot. Beal goes for 20-something but doesn't like explode. Doesn't shoot exceptionally well. I think this Wizards team, I'm not saying they're going to be lethal or dangerous, but they're going to be better than even maybe we expected because they have the depth there. I'm I'm intrigued by them for sure. This this Raptors team is garbaggio. This well, is, uh, Pascal Siakam didn't play. So, you know, that's that's important. I'll just this is the one thing I'll bring up. I mean, your boy Scotty Barnes. Josh got 33 minutes, which is great. You got to get that kind of minutes if you want to put up rookie of the year kind of numbers. I, he what was a, he was good. He turnover was, he was, right. he was 12, though, nine and one. Turnovers. Yeah, he was fine. He was fine. It was his first game in the NBA. We'll, we'll cut him some slack. Gary Trent Jr., however, played 26 minutes. He gets paid what? Like 60 million over four years and he scored six points. That's no bueno. He's not a, he's not that guy. <laughs> Like Siakam, uh, yeah, Siakam doesn't play. What are we out to Siakam? I think it's. I just, thing. but yeah, even with Siakam, they just don't have enough guys that can score. Like, they don't. No, because like Gary Trent Jr. is a piece. He's not a guy. Yeah, and even an OG still has a lot to develop in his offensive game, and I even think Pascal Siakam does too. And Flam Viet, Van Vliet's not a guy that can really go get his own bucket. I think he plays well when other guys are playing. He kind of feeds off of their energy. He should be the third or fourth best player in the championship team, not the number two. Come on. He was the fourth best player on that team. And they won. won. Yeah. 
awesome. Yeah. Moving on, Nick. Who else we got? Moving on to a more exciting player who mm-hmm. I would say is one of the best players right now. John Morant dropped 37 in the win against Cleveland, 132 to 121. Pretty efficient night. He shot 17 of 29. 17. What do you shoot from three, Nick? If you want to tell the people. Um, Gotta bring that up. Oh, I thought you had you. You were so that was off the dome. Good for you, Nick. We could see each other for those outlets, for those listening. I thought Nick. I thought Nick had it. One of one of four. So seventeen yep. of twenty nine. One of four goes for thirty plus. Doesn't even have a three ball yet. Will he develop that three ball? This could be be this could be wishful thinking on my part. This guy is so. I mean, I said it right in the, in the Western Conference. I have the utmost faith in him. He's fantastic. But the Cavs look good. Cavs look not bad. They're another yeah. team that's kind of deep. Yeah, I mean, drop one twenty one, and they can shoot. Minutes leader Evan Mobley, thirty eight minutes, seventeen nine and six. I like that split for for my rookie I mean, choice. Yeah, <laughs> talk about winning rookie of the year, right? Looks good. You're playing thirty eight minutes. I mean, that's a yeah. opportunity there to win rookie of the year. Jared that's Allen good. scored twenty five points. Kind of wild. I don't know. I, that is that a career high? Welcome. It's probably not, but it's it's close to it. I'm sure. The marking and signing is bizarre. Like, why does he start? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I re- or bring him off the bench. Like, why is Okoro not starting? I don't know. Like, what? What is that? They're they're going big. They want to run run that Jim Beheim two three zone. If they're going to get go- that big, they're going massive. <laughs> yeah. They're going. They really are. They're going Catskill Mountains out there. <laughs> it's bonkers. All right, Nick, take us through some of these bad games that yeah, I don't just, really just want to talk wild. about. Yeah, just we'll, we'll, we'll get through these. You guys don't have to ramble on too much. Um, it's an arms race for most losses in the NBA. The Rockets suffered their first loss in their first game, 106 to 124 against the Timberwolves. Um, we probably don't need to dwell on that too much besides the fact that they're probably going to be right there with the worst team in the NBA with the Pistons, correct? For sure. Yeah, Without they're just doubt. they're just super young. Yeah. Timberwolves big three. Cat Cat had a good game, dropped 30 points. Our boy uh, Anthony Edwards, Ant Man, dropped twenty nine points. I mean, that's effective when your two guys. I mean, your your big three. I guess you said D'Angelo Russell twenty two. I mean, that's a really efficient night out of the three of them. They're going to be interesting. I think we said that in the Western Conference preview. Like they're going to be interesting. They'll be. In you the had mix. yeah. You had them in the in the playing game in the playing tournament. But they need to all be playing. If one of them goes down, it's like right. it's like the worst version of what the Nets and Lakers have. It's like that chump change, like broken car version of it. It's baby back bogus version, but yeah, they can make it the playoff game. I mean, they're, they're better than the, the proven tonight. They're better than like the thunder, the rockets, the magic, these, these, you know, gong show teams that are going to have to sell free Terrence Ross. Uh, we need Terrence Ross. Free him. Free him. Free him. Yeah. Ter- Terrence Ross is, I mean, this, this is not, this is a terrible team too. They could be vying, for that worst team record. I, I expect them to win more than 20 games, but it's going to be close. It's going to well, be close. Speaking of Terrence Ross, his team fell pretty hard to the Spurs, 123 to 97. He dropped 15 points, though, in 27 minutes. Bring him yeah. over. There's just, this is, again, young team, team coming back from injury. They got a long way to go. I think it's just, uh, the only thing I really want to say about this game is that Pop is awesome. Yeah. Because they their had <laughs> their they had team eight, played the most Spurs type game I've ever seen. It's literally the most Spurs box score ever. 
Yeah. They had no one score over 20 points. They scored 123 points as a team. Eight guys scored in double figures in the teens. Like, what even is that? You just got a bunch of guys that like are playing as a team. It's just, it's the exact opposite of what the narrative of the NBA currently is, where it's a star driven league. And you're just like, nah, we just want to win basketball games. That's all that, that's all that it is. And Shout I don't think Texas that they're going to, yeah. Shout out to them Texas boys because Mo Bamba dropped 18. So Jared Allen and Mo Bamba, they're feeling it tonight. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Shout out to the homies, the Hokum Hornies. The thing is with the Spurs, if they had one superstar, they would be like a real – they would be a team. They just don't have that guy. They were like yeah. – I, I actually – I like Keldon. I like DeJanta. You Derek White Derek White shows out that you take Derek White, you package some picks, and you go get somebody. Go get Dame. Oh my god. Well, yeah. Or Beal. I there's a better chance Dame gets traded than Beal. That team is yeah. that team is that team is in trouble. What do you think? This is kind of crazy, and, and we'll get to this, but what do you do you think that if Ben Simmons were to get shipped off to San Antonio, Pop can get him in shape? Could he? Does he want to deal with that? Like, do you want to deal? You're an older coach. Like, do you want to deal with this drama? Like, Vassell's there, Lonnie. Well, I, you gotta. You, if you're gonna bring Simmons on, you kind of got to keep Vassell. You, you got. I don't even. I mean, know he literally walked. He literally walked out of practice. You yeah, don't walk out of practice. Here. You don't walk out of practice when Greg Popovich is your head coach. It doesn't happen. No. I mean, there is footage of Ben Simmons practicing with his phone in his pocket. I just don't even get it. I mean, the, what did he have some adhesive in those pockets? You ever tried to play a sport with your phone in your pocket and gym it's shorts? The most nerve-wracking thing in the world. Oh my Dude. god, it's gonna fly out. It's crack, crack city. That's why they. That's literally why they invented wireless headphones when you're running and stuff like that, or you're like on the treadmill, having it in your pocket, and they have like the little holders. Like, you can't be active and have your phone. Arm. It's NBC's La Brea. Like, it's yeah. just. It's gonna it's gonna hit the ground and shatter. Yeah, you got a better pits. better chance of tucking in the waistband. <laughs> there you go. Nice. I'm glad that finally after throwing right. some the episodes came to fruition. And Speaking of Ben Simmons' team, they get the job done against New Orleans, one seventeen to ninety seven. His replacement or the guy who stepped up in his place, Tyrese Maxey, has a great game: twenty points, seven rebounds, five assists. They really need they need to make a good deal for him. They need to call up Sacramento. Buddy Heald's MB3 will take a flyer on his ass. And Halliburton, because you will let you keep Mitchell or one of those two guys, if we can get him or some picks and ship him off to Sacramento and never hear. Big haul. It's still Ben Simmons, though. You're going to get a good deal. It's, he's still a good basketball player. I mean, he's taking his trade value and literally pissing on it. What's, but like, What's the chances that they ship his ass to the team they just played, the Pelicans, put him back in Louisiana and maybe grab Ingram? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's viable. <laughs> no, I, no I, I really do. No, I mean. Josh made a faith. I, as far it, as no, players that you're going to pull, as far as players you're going to pull back, I think if you're comparing that to the MB3 Buddy Healed package that you just talked about, like I'll take Brandon Ingram over both those guys. And yeah, 
I mean, I Nick, I, I like it. I just think that if he goes there, New Orleans is in trouble as it is. Like, this is a team that's really, really bad. And horrible. I know that they're going to be not good the rest of the season. If I'm the Kings, I just beat the, the Blazers opening night. We're going to hey, shock hey, We're not there yet. I'm. Let's work our way there because I don't even need to talk about the Pelicans suck. I don't need right, to talk we'll, about we'll just, that. We'll just, we'll just, that was going to be my last blow. game. But that was going to be the last game I talked about. But, you know, we'll just transition right away. The Kings beat the Blazers 124 to 121. Harrison Barnes, we gave him a shout out last episode comparing him to uh, Andrew Wiggins on, on the Warriors, the type of role that he needs to step into. But Harrison Barnes has his own game, dropping 36. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this. They're good. I mean, yeah, the Pelicans are one of those that to, to, they're one of those teams giving the bottom. The Kings are not. The tides are flipping. I mean, the Kings. I just are, think the, the the rest of the season, the Kings. If you're the team that's playing them, you know you have them that night. You're no longer, you're no longer a easy win. No, because they're not. This is this is a team that's going to compete. NBA three are they going to? They're not going to be in the top six in the Western Conference, but they're a team that is a a tough. They're a tough win every single night if you're a better team than them. It's brutally tough. You got Halliburton, didn't even have a good game. You got Fox, who's excellent. Barnes right. lights it up. Sean Holmes is good. Davion Mitchell, welcome to the NBA. Only has two points, one of six. Um, like the thing with Mitchell is that you could bring him off the bench and have him run defense, though. And he's like, at least use him in that capacity to start. You this is Again, yeah, you want it would have been dope if he had a Duarte type game. That would have been sick, but he didn't. And I don't know if I don't necessarily know if he's going to or if he has to right away, which is the beauty of having him on this team because you can spell guys like Fox and Halliburton and in a guard driven league still give those guys absolute hell on the opposing side. Yeah. Barnes is going to do this every game, but he's, you know, he was, right. he was the type of, no, no, no it's, it's all, he's the type of guy in, in Baylor's run, it's not like Mitchell was shooting 20 plus shots a game. Like he takes his, he, he picks his spots, he attacks, he creates for other guys and he's a gritty defender. I mean, yeah, he, he's not going to jump off the stat sheet every single night, but it's the stuff that it's the intangibles that, that he really has down to a T. I just, there'll be a fun team to watch, to keep an eye on. And then conversely, the Blazers, if they keep losing games, they go off to a cold start. Forget Simmons. We're gonna forget it. We're, we're everyone's gonna forget about him because Dame is the bigger star. And I don't know like what it, where his thought process is. Obviously, none of us really do. He seems to want to be there, but it's almost like everyone else, the media is willing it to not happen, right? Where it's like, okay, where is he gonna end up? Who's gonna make a trade offer that they can't refuse? They've seen it not work X amount of times. At this point, what do they need to see more? Damian Lillard to the Knicks or the Spurs by tip of next season. By the tip of next season, he will not be a Blazer. For that matter, neither will CJ McCollum. One of those two teams or just in general? Get grit. If you're the if you're the Memphis Grizzlies and you're going and you're like, hey, this is we're running this with Jackson. We just paid him a boatload of money. Jaw is jaw. They're gonna need that other running. I think Bane's really good. I'm excited about Melton. Like the hip hip hooray. Those are great pieces that you definitely need to compete. Brooks obviously is there. 
But if Brooks is balling, Brooks is not going to be better. But I don't think Brooks is better than C.J. McCollum. I just don't. I think that's a really good addition to Grizzlies. Getting smart move, and that could really take that Grizzlies team and make them go from oh, like a cute little like they're in the eighth seed, they're the seventh seed, they're going to be to a team like okay, they're the fourth and fifth seed, like the Jazz became, like the Nuggets became, and then all of a sudden, as like LeBron is kind of waning down, and someone's going to have to rise out of the West, it could be John Morant. And having a running mate like CJ McCollum is going to be massive. Heck, having a running mate like Damian Lillard. We're talking about the Spurs because it's exciting for Dame to go there with under pop. Dame to bring back New York basketball. Quite frankly, if you're the New York Knicks and you beat the Celtics tonight at, at home, Obi looked good. RJ looked really good. Like, we want Dame to go to New York. Do we necessarily need that, though? Do you need to do a Carmelo Anthony type situation where you fleece your entire team to go get Damian Lillard? John and Dame, John and CJ. That's exciting. The Blazers can go to the Grizzlies and get some pieces. Zaire Williams, get Bain, get a couple other guys. Josh is Josh is calling for the full rebuild, Portland. Are you listening? Say it every we'll see. We'll every see. I'm ahead of the this is the one thing I always think I'm ahead of the curve on. And Toss, you've called me out in years past for being cynical. And I agree with you that I am cynical and you can't just blow it up. But I was head I was dead ass right about it from the jump from the Anthony Davis to, to having to leave the Pelicans. And they end up getting a good haul, and they absolutely queef Jenkins the whole situation. Tomato, tomato. But Yeah, you're not going to find anyone that's going to say, hey, Josh, you're wrong. The Blazers are winning the finals this year. No one's going to say that. (laughs) I know, but then, like, the ship has sailed. You failed. You failed to build a a winner around a superstar. Get what you can get before you can't get get what what you should get for him. And we're getting near the end of it. Speaking of rebuild, we got the Thunder tipping off against the Western Conference one seed last year, Jazz. Jazz take care of business, 107-86. Wow. Rudy Gobert had 21 rebounds. No one on that team can can out-rebound him. <laughs> no, no chance. It's a the, the Thunder are not good. They just aren't. They're not a good basketball team. And that Jazz team, they are a title contender. If it's any indication, well, look, the Lakers are going to figure it out, but they're not invincible. Clearly, they didn't make it out of the first round last year. Suns were the team that made it out. The Jazz are a couple, you know, moments away from going deep into the deeper in the playoffs. They are a legit title, title contender to at least get there. And go bear. Unlike the Nets, can prove to be somewhat problematic for Giannis in the paint if it ever comes to that. We're talking over reactions here. I think this Jazz team, Bogdanovich, you got Inglis off the bench. They're using Royce O'Neal in a good capacity. I, I think Clarkson's the new best sixth man in the league. And I don't think it's disputable. I think I'm excited about this Jazz team or the Thunder. Sorry. The team that. Actually, the most exciting probably matchup behind Boston and New York. Uh, the Nuggets go into Phoenix and take care of business 110 to 98. Um, two other contenders in the Western Conference played some pretty good basketball today. Yeah, no, they definitely did. I mean, I think big statement win for the Nuggets. You're playing the, the team that lost in the finals last year. 
the you know they're the Red Hot Suns, and you were the team that had the MVP. Jokic had a great game. <laughs> Porter Jr. was was solid. Will Barton must have been listening to our last podcast when we were like, we don't really think you're you're that much, Will, but he had tw- a twenty piece. Uncle Jeff had thirteen off the bench. I mean, they just have guys that can play, and and the Suns, you know, they they've got their core. Guys, guys got in. Payne played. Shamit played. Just two good teams going at it, and the the Nuggets got the the better of the Suns tonight. And we'll see how you know those two teams kind of shake out for the rest of the season. But you're going to be excited if the, if those are the kind of matchups that you're getting. I mean, these are the teams we want to see play, right? Like we talked about the Thunder, we talked about the Pistons, the Rockets. We know the expectation going into any given night when those teams are uh, across the court, they're probably going to lose. Yep. But it, this is a good statement win for the Nuggets. It's great. Yeah. 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 The NBA always does a good job of matching up people on tip off. Good matchups yeah. for the most part. Um, if you're keeping count, there are four teams that have not tipped you off yet. You got Tosses Mavs taking on the Atlanta Hawks. You got the Miami Heat taking on the one and Bucks. And you got my Clippers taking on the one and Warriors. Predictions? I, this is a, this is the Bucks game is the most exciting to me. I'm excited to see this Heat team, yeah, out in force. I think the Mavs Hawks is. I really want the Mavs. It's be, it's just be, it's going to become an arms race when teams start to sell off, and I want the Mavs to do right by Luca before other teams do, because I don't think they have enough to win it all. We said this last time. I'm so excited to see how much better he got and how he got better because you just don't think it's fathomable time in and time out. I'm curious to see what young the young guys around Trey Young, how they improved as well. I think that's the exciting part of that game. Yeah. And can PG-13 be an MVP? That's the whole season for them. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I think that's a lot of it is like playoff, layovers can can we see continuation of of what these teams did so well in the playoffs for the hawks and for the clippers for for me that's what i'll be looking for are the hawks do they look focused do they look ready to be a contender when they play against the maps of course the mavs like what are the rest of the guys gonna do i'm i'm just i'm grabbing my popcorn to watch luca but that's my biggest question mark always is what are the rest of the guys gonna do and the clippers have a really tough draw with the Warriors who've already played a game, they've already gotten their feet underneath them. They beat the Lakers. They're in town for the, you know, the back-to-back Los Angeles teams. That's a tough first game. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see if there's some kind of just residual tiredness from that team. Cause they have so many vets on their squad. Um, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see how kind of tenacious they come out. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, the heat, I agree. The heat, I just want to see what they look like. Right. I just want to see how everything comes together. Do yeah. do Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Butler headbutt each other at some point just to like amp each other up? Probably. Those guys are nuts. That team's that team is another team that's Kyle Lowry is the piece. That's what the Lakers should have gotten. The piece. I love Russ to death. Awesome. He's not going to be in the 75, I don't think, of like the best 75 players ever. But he's like 76, 77, man. He really is. He's that. I think I love him. He's awesome. Yeah. But 
I mean, maybe he could sneak in there. Speaking of the piece. Speaking of the piece, the Astros drop a nine piece on your Red Sox and the Braves drop a nine piece on the Dodgers. Yeah. I mean, the, the Strohs are the best lineup I've ever seen. <laughs> I've said it time and time again, you know, they're unbelievable. And when you have Kyle Tucker hitting seventh, who hits cleanup on almost every single MLB ball club across the landscape, you have to expect that things like this could happen. These are these are all-star hitters. Jordan Alvarez is going to get his at some point in the series, and it happened tonight or last night. This is a team that can drop five runs in an inning and not blink an eye. You cannot be walking, guys. Not that Sale did that. I'm just saying in, in any capacity against them. It's tough. You have to, to to beat the Astros. You have to out hit the Astros. And if you're scoring what we've scored and the past the two bats games, were asleep. You can't yeah, beat the them. bats were asleep. And the other thing is, in Game Four, you guys had a, a two-one lead getting into that game. You blow the lead, and they just poured on. The tide turned, and. It was kind of a must win for Boston in this finale of the uh, home game they had in the ALCS, right? Now they're heading back to Houston, down 3-2. They've got a double-dip Houston in Houston. It was a must win, and the Bats just does not wake up. I mean, I hate to say it, I think this Boston team really fought this season, but the bullpen is a mess. It has been from the jump, and I just think it's over. I think I think it's Astros going to the World Series, and I'd like to say that I think the Braves are going to be the team they're facing just because they're up 3-1, but you never know with the Dodgers. I mean, that lineup is also insane. Their pitching staff is also insane, so they could easily piece together three straight wins and, and take care of business. Yeah, I, I, I want to agree with you, Nick, but I think that, like, I agree with you on the, the Red Sox front because now they're – the Astros are coming home to Houston, and like you said, they've got two. They've got two cracks at it, right? The Braves have three games to. They just got to win one. I mean, they're they're yeah, in a what? they're in a great position too. They were up three one last time too, though, and they blew it. If they blow this. You got yeah. Atlanta sports fans got to retire. They can't do it. Yeah, I mean that's uh, the narrative of Atlanta sports. They got to. This has got to be the redemption team right here i mean they're as hot as can be right now the bats are clicking the, the dodgers roberts is not calling a great series he's not oh terrible. they're using so many of their arms every single game and it's just gonna it's gonna bite him in the ass on this like, next i one. mean look i think i think that roberts is in a really good situation and that's why people think he's a good manager but i don't really think he's a great manager He's made some really questionable decisions this entire postseason. And he's been doing it his entire career and putting Gavin Lux in center field, right? I mean, yeah, you can argue that having Muncie out, you got to put Bellinger first, and that takes away Bellinger from center field. But that proved to be an, a, a mistake last game for them because he made that crucial error on, on Austin Riley pop fly. I mean, yeah, it was a deep fly and it was a tougher catch, but you're supposed to, every center fielder makes that catch. They end up winning that game. 
And you think that maybe the tide turns for them because they come back and win, but Atlanta rebounds and they hang nine on them and shut them down, allowing them only to score two runs. Yes, this bullpen is gassed. There's no one they can throw out there that hasn't really pitched that is tired and their bats are asleep. I just don't think that they can keep up with the Braves. I mean, this is probably the best hitting infield we've seen in terms of power of all time. I mean, you got 30, you got three guys that hit 30 home runs and Dansby hit 27 on their infield alone. And this team's missing Acuna too. Yeah, I mean, the guy did a phenomenal job, but he replaces Acuna with Peterson, with Duvall, with Rosario. He goes and gets these guys. Duvall, to come Duvall in. Led, the, led the NL in, in RBIs. Rosario Peterson's was, been their hero. Rosario's been their hero. That too, yeah. I mean, all these guys are clicking. These guys are... Rosario was like a... He's, he's, he's had monster seasons before, and then you got have the infield. I mean, look, the Dodgers... Are in a bat are in a world of hurt because it's not like you're going. Yep. You have a game at home, and it's like okay, we have one more game in Los Angeles. We can flip the script here. Look, it's been done before by them. We can flip the script here, win this game at home, and then go to Atlanta and get it going. You're going against Max Fried, who's been the hottest pit, one of the hottest pitchers in the second half of baseball into the postseason. So it's a complete nightmare for who you're facing on the mound. For the Red Sox sake, what I will say in our defense is like we can still jump out on teams as well. I agree. Jump out on their pitchers. It's not over. It's a really bad position. You kind of got to win that game with Sale on the mound at home, and you don't. When he pitched pretty well going into the going into the sixth inning, he was pitching pretty well. Look, the Astros have hung five runs on us at minimum uh, other than one game. Other than game three, they've hung five runs on us every game. So going out and scoring two, one, two, three runs is not going to do it. it. Nope. You're going to lose all those games. All of them. The one thing I will say about the Braves is I personally believe they're the hottest team in the playoffs. And it's just unfortunate that the Dodgers kind of ran into a buzzsaw, right? They have a magical series against the Giants. That game, that game it goes five games, that series. Long and series. It's a long, yeah, it long. Exactly. The Braves take care of business and their entire lineup is hot. There's a lot of magic riding there. So also, I mean, I just think that heading into Atlanta, I mean, the tomahawk shop is really going to get to those Dodgers. They are going to beat the Dodgers. And if the Astros win on Friday, I think the Astros win the World Series. If it goes to seven, that one game, and the Braves close it out Thursday, and they get that time to rest. Game. They get that time to rest. The It starts in Houston if the, if the Braves and the Astros win. It starts in the AL regardless because of winning percentage. So the Braves are on the road to start. Mm -hmm. If you are Atlanta, that game is everything. Game five, you win in five in Los Angeles. You have you have automatic rest. You do. And then you just got to hope Boston can get one game or then, then, then see what happens the next night and, and Saturday. Yep. It, it, it I, obviously like there's more baseball left to play, but it really feels before we before the season even started nick you called the pods to spoil the dodgers season right like that was that was what you wanted you wanted that no i mean and, and i think what happened was it was just a different team that did it i think it was the giants just by winning the division by taking them five in their series by having them have to play that playing game like it's it's catching up to them and 
their arch their arch rivals, one of their arch rivals. They've got two of them in their division. They took as many cuts at this Goliath that they possibly can. And I think at this point, like they're it's just not enough. They don't have enough anymore. Not enough left in the tank. And the Braves, not, like you said, are the hottest team in baseball. So and not a good enough coach as well to lead them. I just yeah. don't think that decisions were were strong and in, in, in the whole manager setup. <laughs> um, but moving on, um, I do think the Braves take care of business. And unfortunately, I believe the Astros take care of business. Uh, moving on, we're going to give you a couple of betting advice for the NFL slate. Um, brought to you by betonline.ag. Real quick here. Um, go. We'll throw out a, a better two each. Yep, real Thoughts quick. Thoughts want to start us off? I want to get really crazy with my guys, but I'm not going to. Um, I can't take the I can't take the Bengals this week. I can't do it. I want to, but they're playing the Ravens. I think there are a lot of you know really what, interesting. Though? Yeah, I, I will say that that those NFs or the, those AFC battles usually those AFC North battles are usually really close. They're always like one score games, and I'm for a long time when the Bengals or the Steelers or the Steelers, or the Ravens or the Ravens or the Bengals, whoever it may be. It's always like a one score game and the Bengals have been playing some really good football. So six and a half, not a terrible line. It opened up at plus 10. So it dropped down to six and a half. That means people are really confident in the Bengals. Yeah. Let me just say this. Let me, let me clarify. I feel I owe it to the listeners of this podcast to give them as wise advice as I possibly can. Okay. I will be taking the Bengals myself. I will be I will be writing them, but you do not have to join me. But Nick and I will probably be taking them, and we will be excited about it, and we're ready to run the risk. That defense up front is actually pretty fast, and Murray might not play. They might only have Devonta Freeman back there as their main back. Yeah, they've got Le'Veon Bell, but like, I don't know. I Lamar had a Lamar actually had a he had a bad game last week. He didn't have a great game. The, he, threw for, he threw for under 170 and threw two picks. Yeah, because but their defense took care of business. He didn't need to do anything. So who is a bet that you would take for this? Who is a bet that you would tell the audience to take? I I like oh, I like the Packers this week. Nine, I like seven them. And a half. To, You have them. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I totally, I totally jumped the gun. I do like them minus seven and a half against the Washington football team. I think Heineke, I, I think he's kind of hit his swan song with stepping in and being this guy that could step in as a starter and, and make things passable for them throughout the rest of the season. I think he's just so prone to making mistakes with the football um, he does play gutsier than a lot of other backups. And I think that makes it exciting to watch, but I think this Packers team is good. And I think that their defense is starting to shore up and Aaron Rodgers is going to do what Aaron Rodgers does. I mean, I, I really, this football team, this Washington football team, they've got a ways to go before they really can start contending with teams like the Packers. And I, I really like, I like that line. Actually, I think the Packers are going to have a very defining win, which they haven't really had. A, a, a lot they played a lot of close games a lot of close games against teams that are not as good as them and this is the time where they really make the statement okay we're a one-loss team we're a contender for the super bowl 
And this is what we can do on offense specifically. Nice. Yeah, it's a good point. I like the Tennessee Titans plus five at home against Kansas City Chiefs. I think a lot of people are thinking to themselves, it's the Chiefs. They're finally gonna they're gonna wake up at some point, right? They're gonna be the old Chiefs, but I don't know if this is the same Chiefs. Mahomes has not been playing good football at all. He had just he just hasn't. It's pretty blatant. Now they also have the worst run defense in the NFL. And they are happening to go up against the best running back in the NFL. So I imagine that the Tennessee Titans are going to feed Derrick Henry as much as they can and run it down the Chiefs' throat. Now, are they going to get the win? Possibly. Plus five, though, is very generous. I would, will, I, would, I would put some money on the money line as well, just because I think that this is a pretty favorable matchup for them. Just looking at the the defensive breakdown in the offensive run game, but it's also at home coming off a big win as well against Baltimore. They've got a lot of, or sorry, not Baltimore against Buffalo. They've got a lot of steam, a lot of confidence. I like the Titans here. Yeah. AJ Brown finally came alive in this last game, which was good. Right. I, mm-hmm. that's a fun pick. That's a really fun pick. Josh, who you got? That was mine. Money line home dog. That was it. Not even Great. the spread. So wow. Now it's two it. out of three. You, you, listener, I'm, I'm talking to you right now. You got to take this. You have to. <laughs> listener, listen up. All right. What um, about, what do you guys, what do you guys think about the, uh, the Jared Goff return returns to Los Angeles so, game? It's right, what do you have not, it, Nick? I'm, I'm seeing minus 15. Is that what you have? That, that was the next game that I was going to highlight here. Uh, it opened up at minus 12. I, the best line I see right now is minus 14 and a half, but I think it's going to swing to minus 15. Um, most most lines have it at minus 15. I would take that. I think yeah, McVay, I'm taking it too. I think McVeigh wants to pummel the Lions. I think Stafford has a revenge game. I don't think Goff is going to have a, a revenge game against this team. And there's no one in the NFL that knows Jared Goff better than Sean McVeigh. They're going to crush them. It's going to yeah, be. Yeah, I mean, they, they destroyed the Giants last week. You think this team is that much better than the Giants? No, I no. think that I think I think I think Goff won't start the next game. It's not his I don't even think it's his fault. I think that t- the pieces around him are bad. It's a bad. I mean, team. Campbell's already said he said in the last presser, he expects more from him and he's not going to deliver against this team. That's for sure. As Nick said, no one knows him better than McVeigh, and I think he I think he might get benched the next week I think it's a I think there's a possibility sure maybe I mean what's the point I mean he's got a bunch of like fifth grade trick-or-treaters as wide as his wide receivers it's an absolute joke his receiving groups he goes from having Cooper Cup and Robert Woods to chump change to Phil and Lil Tommy and Dil- Pickles like the it's like Maybe I go give it a shot and try out for the Detroit Lions. It's your best go you've had in years, honestly. What about Wiz Khalifa Raymond? Be there, and that, and that's the point that needs to be made. That that's his quote unquote nickname here. Um, but yeah, I think we've been giving out some good betting advice, good NBA talk, good talk on the baseball front. We got Ryan LeBarnway coming on our radio show. We'll post that podcast as well. Um, radio rewind. Radio Rewind, guys. Uh, fans out there, drag both feet and bounce. Swing on a full counter with that puck. Hit that putt. Hit your PKs because they're free. Hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they're free.
because they're free. We out you. We love you so damn much. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.